Well, what, what, whatever. Well, we might as well get started here. Uh, welcome, everyone, to episode 7 of Gears and Beers Live, I think. Is that right? Gears Ooh. and Beers 7? I think so. I don't know. It's the episode on 6, 10, 20. That's yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's why I number the episodes rather than date them. Yeah. <laughs> Sam thought I was stupider and an asshole for doing that. That's why I'm mean to you, Sam. <laughs> no, you're just you're just a dick. Well, uh, that too, but hey, that's one of the reasons. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> like I said, welcome to another episode of Gears and Beers Live. I am your host, Box, and I am joined tonight by Sam, the owner of Shyworks and the sponsor of tonight. He, he is... The, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator, and we are also joined by resident creep and nipple enthusiast Johnson. <laughs> nipple enthusiast. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even deny it. He's, just like, like, yeah, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> uh, well, tonight, how are you guys doing? Splendid. Um, doing you know, awesome. You know, I'm I'm all right. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say we've it's, got a good energy going tonight, but Sam's it's really thirty, and it's like still sunny and nice out. And guess what? The wind finally isn't blowing seventy three right? miles an hour. I sitting here at my computer. There's this big old tall tree on the other side of the street, and it's not protected from the wind at all. And the wind came up. It was like seventy mile an hour or something last night. I was just sitting here watching it, waiting for it to snap in half. I was like, "There's no way that's gonna that's gonna hold," but it did. I was pretty disappointed. Yeah, um, this is this is weird. Normally, we never see box um, during the podcast, and so we we got a different. We're using a different program, guys. You guys notice any di- anything different? You think it's it's smoother or better or anything, or does it just suck? I think it's way better. I think my opinion is really the only one that matters. <laughs> what a you're, dick! You're a real asshole. Yeah. I think I, I think I figured out why Box like is always single because I think he just <laughs> I think he just loves himself that much that he has no room for someone else to love him. He's a, he's just a straight he's a straight narcissist. You're calling me a narcissist. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I am the furthest thing from a narcissist. <laughs> well, that, hey, just because you're bi- you are your own biggest critic doesn't mean no. It's that more you love yourself. It's more of a fake it till you make it kind of situation, Johnson. <laughs> is that, is that what it is? I gotta <laughs> pretend. Right. <laughs> well, why don't oh, we? I've... You what? I've been scrolling this whole time, and I finally just found the post. Of all the names. You know there's a search option, right? Yeah, but I'm not that smart. (laughs) Well, why don't we start the night off by talking about... Everyone might even be sick of it by now. It's been pretty much everywhere. Is the new uh, 6mm arc from uh, Hornady. I'm not sick of it. I don't know anything about it. Is this the one we saw at SHOT Show? Negative. They just announced this one uh, a week ago, I believe, on the 3rd. No, that was a SIG deal. Yeah, that was the SIG 270 Fury. Fury, yeah. This one, there was a uh, DOD entity. They wanted something to replace their uh, 308 and 762 platforms, something that was a little lighter for them, but they didn't want something so small like the 223. So they came up with this uh, 6mm arc, which... 
it's got better ballistics than the, the 223 and it's uh it's i think it stays supersonic further than the 308 also yeah it's like another 150 yards or something it stays at sea level it stays supersonic to 1150 where 308 is a thousand yards at sea level yeah what it so, is a lot of people are just going to be like well it's essentially a, a 6.5 grendel which the 6.5 Grendel is what they, they started with, but they mm-hmm. they neck down the 6.5, obviously, to 6, and they move the shoulder back, and they shorten the case a little bit. And it's... Uh, it's it's kind of like the 6.5 Creedmoor and the 6 Creedmoor. You know, it's just neck down and bumped the shoulder back a little, and it's super similar. It's actually very similar to the 6 Creedmoor. It's just a mm-hmm. shortened version of the 6 Creedmoor, and it's weird because it's so much more of an efficient cartridge than the six creedmoor because the six creedmoor is only another has another 200 feet per second behind it and this is right. a way smaller this is fitting in your ar-15 platforms rather yeah. than your ar-10 platforms which is a huge benefit because you lose a yep. lot of weight by doing that and right. more uh you gain more capacity yep yep th- yeah it's I, I don't know to me it seems like a no-brainer like it seems like an awesome awesome cartridge like i'm really excited about it um, so, so what they do is just chop the cartridge down, basically, so they get a similar amount of pressure out of it to push the the bullet at a similar. Well, it's I mean it's so it's um like their ELD match loads that they're coming out with, um are the using the exact same bullet that they use in six millimeter Creedmoor, um, ELD match rounds. So it's a hundred eight grain. Uh, Hornady bullet, and then it's like 108 grain at 2,750 feet per second. So the biggest, the biggest thing is your 224 Valkyrie and your 6.5 Grendel. You couldn't, they didn't have that heavy of projectiles. Um, the 6.5 Grendel six may five have is had, actually heavier. Yeah, but they don't have the, larger. they don't have the velocity. No, right? I so, know. So they have like the the thing with the 224 Valkyrie that was supposed to be your good long range deal, right? But the, the max weight you could have was I think like a 90 grain Sierra Match King was like the biggest offering for a 224 Valkyrie, and then and that was um, moving. That's moving slower than right, than, than your this. six. Arc. So this is yeah. So this is a heavier projectile, an 18 grain heavier projectile. And it's going like what was it, 150 feet per second faster, or 200 feet I, per second I, faster, I, I, something like that. I, I'm not sure. I want to say 50 feet per second is all it was, but was I, it? I'm not sure. I could be wrong. But yeah, it's like it, no brainer, you know, and and a better ballistic coefficient. Yeah, ballistics are actually very similar to your 6.5 Grendel, but mm-hmm. there's so much many more options for people using that six six millimeter projectile rather than the six five which is really the biggest uh, yeah which is pro which is odd to me because like a six five like six five creedmoor is super popular so and six five grendel has really been gaining traction over the last few years um at least people building you know precision and somewhat long range ar-15 platform guns um but it seems like there's a quite a few offerings for six and a half millimeter projectiles, but then you look at, you know, six millimeter and it's like, well, a lot of people don't even know that six millimeter Creedmoor is a thing. Yeah. But then you look at it and say, well, well it's two forty three. 
people have been shooting 243 forever. So all those projectiles are still available, you know, because 243 and a six millimeter use the same projectile. Um, the oh. only the only big thing is a six millimeter, like the six mil Creedmoors use um, like heavier projectiles than what 243 generally uses. So anything that you load like six millimeter Creedmoor and stuff um, is generally heavier than any 243 offerings. <laughs> what the hell what? are you laughing about, bud? <laughs> Carol Mitch, Carol Mitch face. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't come up with a good name, so I just went with it. <laughs> Carol Mitch face definitely worked. <laughs> Jesus. So, where do you are? You guys excited about this round, or you think it's going to be another Valkyrie, or what? How long is it? What kind of say? Say it's in an AR platform. What AR? What it'll what be in it, year fifteen. AR fifteen. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yep. Ah, that's interesting. I, and I mean, they. I'm... So the the gun makers who are already producing. There's like a lot barrels of <laughs> and barrels and components for the six millimeter arc. Like they've got way ahead of the game before they even released it. They talked with a ton of manufacturers to get the components available. I'll list out the, the manufacturers that are making components. Oh We've God, got Adam, <laughs> Adam's arms, APF armory, Barrett, Brownells, Christensen, CMC triggers, CMMG, gap, Geisley, Hawa, Lantac, mile high, Mossberg, Nemo, Noveski, Odin, Proof Research, Radical Firearms, Santan Tactical, Seekins Precision, Unita Precision, and Wilson Combat. Like, that's some big names already in the mix on, you know, having components available for this stuff. And that, I think, is going to be hugely beneficial over when the 224 Valkyrie came out. Well, I think it was a similar situation with the Valkyrie. They had a few companies behind them, but I don't, I don't know. It's hard to tell what's yeah. going to happen with this. And plus, the, it's a dollar around. Uh, <laughs> it's the price is going to have to drop substantially for me to right. Yeah, jump on I it. I mean, I don't know. Like a, it's definitely not going to be your next. It's not going to be your next two twenty three replacement. Oh, absolutely not. You know, um, I think, I don't know. I think it's going to be just another option on top of 6.5 Grendel for guys who want to shoot long range out of an AR-15 platform. Guys like me that that are not going to get into, and not going to buy a long range bolt gun. I'm just, I'm just not going to, but you know, when a, when a good caliber comes across, you know, something like this, then I would be more inclined to. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the the benefit of it. Yeah. And it, it just, it really increases. Like to me, it really increases your capability. It doesn't like, if you think about it, shooting a five, five, six gun, you're really, you know, 500 yards and in right? 600 yards and in for effectiveness. And to be able to take that out to thousand yards, that's, you know, that's a big improvement beyond a thousand even. Right. Yeah. It's supersonic to 1150. Yep. 
easy, you know? Like interesting. And just out of curiosity, I didn't see a picture of this or anything, but how like how how fat is it compared to like it looks exactly like a six five grendel. Yeah. If they weren't sitting side by side, you would think it was a six five grendel. Yep. It's actually there's another there's a wildcat round called the six millimeter AR that's been Mm -hmm. around for quite some time and it's almost identical to what that round is. I mean the dimensions are just very very different but i think i think uh all that hornady did to change it from the six millimeter ar was when they pushed that shoulder back yep and that and that helps with the velocity quite a bit pushing that shoulder back but it's interesting how such a little uh, a minuscule tiny change like that can make so much difference yeah it is yeah well that that round the six millimeter ar has been is pretty known for being a very nice round too yeah it's not it's just not standardized which is the biggest thing about this whole thing is hornady standardizing another option right huh yeah i guess i hadn't heard of that round either yeah it's pretty new Interesting, interesting. What do our uh, viewers think of that round? I'm sure somebody in there. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. What's, what's um, Stefan all, all fired up about? What about radical firearms? I think he heard it in the list of yeah names. That there. was. A, I think that was a sarcastic yeah. radical firearms. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's how. I, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how I took it. Um, Jay says not going to buy the hype on it yet. Don't want to be two, two, four. That's, that's absolutely the truth. And I think, I think, uh, there's a lot of people that feel that way, Jay. I think there's a lot of people really holding out because they think, ah, this is just another two twenty four Valkyrie. So we'll see. What was the last big round to come out? That was actually, that actually held on. Was it, it's it's not six, six, five Creedmoor, is it? I think (laughs) so. It's really been around for a while. Yeah, but, I mean, well, how long? Is it, how when? How long though? Is what I was asking essentially. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I guess I can't remember the the last big one that everybody was all hyped about was the two twenty four, and that was really the. Yeah, and that really kind of went nowhere. Yeah, it seems uh, two thousand seven. Two thousand seven was six five Creedmoor. Designed you by Hornady. You realize two thousand seven was thirteen years ago already. Yep. you say 2007 you're just like oh a few years ago no that's 13 years ago you old bastard well all right captain what do you think what do you what do you think (laughs) is newer six five grendel or six five creedmoor grendel no grendel's 10 years old i would have guessed six five creedmoor is newer well six five grendel came out four years before the six five creedmoor did so interesting yeah interesting Interesting. You guys got to hold it, hold, uh, handle it yourselves. So I'm going to go get a beer. I didn't grab one. Oh, will you get me one? Absolutely, bud. <laughs> oh, yeah, just just uh, get that there slingshot we uh we used that one time and send one over. All right. Uh, 350 Legend. Okay. So if you, if I guess if if you think about it that way, 22 Nosler fizzled the hell out too. Yes, it did, Mike. Um, But yeah, so 350 Legend, I wouldn't put that in like a a fully accepted status yet because it's really only been around for one deer season. Right. So I wouldn't say that's super accepted, but I would say, I would say that 450 Bushmaster really kind of just came up out of nowhere and, 
became super widely accepted. Well, it was uh, certainly here in Iowa, just for the, the fact that you could all of a sudden use it for, you know, for, for deer hunting. That was, so I don't know how it was around, you know, the rest of the, the rest of the country, but certainly around here was the big one. And then obviously the 350 legend, the next, the very next year, right. um, that played into it too. I can't find a year that 450 Bushmaster came out. What did uh, Matt says? 6.5 PRC newer than Creedmoor. I don't think so. I think six and a half PRC has been around in like precision bolt guns for a long time. I'm trying to find it and I can't, I'm not seeing it. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah, this is how we roll. We don't actually know things, so we just Google things on the spot. We just have to Google them. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, but I, I know that six and a half. Okay, so six and a half PRC is 2013. So that is newer. Um, what is, uh, I'm thinking of bench rest, like the six millimeter bench rest. I think that is. The hell was that? My garage door. Somebody's stealing my golf cart. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So six six millimeter bench rest, which is what I was thinking of when you said six five BRC. Um, yeah, six millimeter bench rest has been around since nineteen seventy eight. So that was the one that I was thinking was like because that cartridge has been used in like long range precision competitions and stuff for a long, long time. But, huh. All right. Well, yep. Yep. Well, how about we move on to, uh, Sam's product, the, uh, Stoger STR nine, I believe you wanted to. Talk yeah. About. This isn't like, uh, this certainly is not revolutionary, um, or by any means, or even that, that's super interesting. Um, but the only reason that I thought it was, was interesting was, uh, it's actually, it's a pistol made by Stoger, the SRT, the STR nine. Um, and really the only reason I, I didn't even know Stoger had no idea that they made pistols. The only thing that I ever knew they made, um, was basically shotguns. Um, so and, and this is, is nothing super. It's got a barrel length of basically it's a, I would say um uh a wannabe glock i mean basically any anything's a wannabe glock anymore it seems like um but it's a barrel well, length of, i mean like when this, you think you know of when you think of right but just a polymer frame striker fired pistol if, if you call any polymer frame striker fire pistol a wannabe glock that comes out after a glock i mean everything you know what i mean yeah well it's, it's, i guess what i what i meant to say not a wannabe glock but kind of a not a copy but you know what i'm saying a, a very a very similar it's the glock. same style it looks like style. it looks like a walther and a glock slide. and an mmp so it looks like a walther slide uh i see walther frame. grip module uh yeah walther grip module too and the trigger, the trigger uh, guard is Glock. It looks like to me. Yeah, the trigger is it's like a Glock trigger. <laughs> yeah, I think it looks pretty sharp. I mean, it's got it doesn't have extremely pronounced uh, finger grooves. Um, like on Glock, some people hate those, some people love them. So, um, 
Does this kind of go along the same lines of Palmetto State Armory with that PS9 dagger? Because that's all... It's kind of looking like it. Glock Gen 3, like Glock 19 Gen 3 parts. And correct me if I'm wrong, but look at this STR9, like the takedown, the trigger pins. Well, yeah, I mean, it's essentially... Like, this to me is... They put a different. They put a different grip around. The, I mean, that is a Gen Three Glock if I have ever seen one. Like, if you cover from the trigger down and the slide, there's no way you could tell me any difference from a Glock, hardly. Yeah, yeah, and then that's what I mean when I say it's a kind of a basically a copy of it. Um, yeah, I, but it'll and be I interesting to see. Sorry, go uh, ahead. I just think that I think that maybe they're the gen because didn't the gen three like patents run out? Oh yeah, they did. That's why everybody's making the, the right. Palmer 80s and shit like that. Yeah. Oh. So I think maybe that's kind of where they were going with this. They just took the expired patent and said, let's make one of these. You yeah. Know? So, but I, I like the looks of it. I mean, the trigger guard looks, uh, I'd like the shape a little bit better than typical Glocks. Uh, the finger grooves aren't super pronounced. Um, it's got a, it looks like a, if I'm not mistaken, a, a, a replaceable back straps. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the, I really like the serrations um, on. I like how the, big they are. Yeah. They seem like they'd be um, pretty aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. So I like that. I like that aspect of it. I mean, I don't really have a ton to say about it other than, you know, I'd be, it'd be interesting to see um, once I get my hands on it, whether, you know, if it's a, you know, if it's going to be a viable, a viable option, I don't foresee it being very, a very well known yeah. just because obviously it's a freaking Stoger. This says um, the frames action parts are so visually close that he disassembled every part on both pistols and attempted to interchange them. They look identical and uh, look identical, but nothing but the locking block is actually interchangeable between a G17 and an STR9. So basically, they just uh, they tweaked the locks. Yeah. They yeah they tweaked it enough to to get away with it and call it good is what I is probably what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and on Stoger's website, these are these are MSRP prices. Um, so four forty nine, um, and then I saw down we get to see this makes absolutely no sense. The optic ready pistol is starting at 400 or 389. So that makes no damn sense. Why an optic ready one would be cheaper. Um, but no, it'll be interesting to see, um, get my hands on one and, and see how it actually works. But this, it's kind of, it's kind of similar to that. Uh, was it Mossberg last year? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They came out with a pistol as well. And uh, frankly, I thought that was pretty butt ugly to be real honest with you. Um, but I mean, did it have good reviews or, or seem or was there something like horribly wrong with it? First, I've literally never time? heard anything about it other than when they I released it. I saw, I saw, I read it in a magazine and that was the last I ever heard of it. I've never heard of anyone even buying one. I, I, uh, for some reason I recollect somebody did a review on one and the first time he took it out to review it, it was just a massive pile of horse crap, garbage, garbage. And they ended up sending them a replacement and that one worked fantastic. So who the hell knows, you know, that's just seems to be the way shit like that goes. So, yeah. Hmm. Uh, 
but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, uh, there is so many Glock competitors coming out now, like the the PSA Dagger. That's a straight freaking Glock. I mean, right. There's well, and they the, were pretty upfront about that too. Right. Yeah, they absolutely were. That, and that's, and I think that's part of the allure. Glock, it, it, basically, anymore. Glock is just like a. It's almost just like an AR, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. its own, it's its own platform, its own design and everything, which is, yeah. which is kind of cool on its own. Right. But, um, yeah. so yeah, I'll be interested to be interested to get my hands on one of these. If I ever do, if I ever see one in the wild, you know, and, and speaking of this PSA PS nine dagger deal, like, um, when are the, when are they actually going to release this thing? The other excuse now is, <laughs> Um, they always have excuses like they always bring this shit to shot show and then it's like well you see the release date well <laughs> you know they well the um supply lines supply their supply chain has been, <laughs> has been jacked up that's that was the latest which to i mean let's give psa a little bit of credit as much shit as they come out with as much shit as they have their hands in you know what's so damn funny nothing <laughs> I'm glad, um, I could, I'm glad I can amuse he, you. John. He, he was <laughs> texting. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, you're right. They do have their supply lines in. You know, they have so much going on and have so many people producing so much stuff for them that they. You know, Stefan, you you shut your dirty mouth. The <laughs> knockoff MP5. I don't give a shit if it's a knockout. Or if it's a knockoff, I'm going to buy the shit out of that thing and I'm going to love it. Hey, I can't you, wait till that thing comes out. Did you ever end up ordering a uh, Strybog? <laughs> Funny story. Um, so, no. Um, I, I, I was this close to ordering one. Actually, I hit the order button. I did. I hit the order button on it. But what happened was, I've been on the lookout for a Grand Strybog for, I don't know, the last six months. Um, and just in the last couple, the last couple months, I've been really, really seriously looking at them. So I'll Google them every now and then, you know, and typically your first, your first page of Google, I mean, you're pretty safe with it's, it's generally well-respected, um, uh, you know, what's the word reputable (laughs) websites. Um, so I clicked on one. It said Glock store. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Glock store. I typically would never buy anything from them, but hell, if they had a, if they had a, uh, a, a Strybog, I was going to buy the shit out of it. So I went on there, killer price. I'm like, all right, now we're talking, add to cart, you know? And so I even messaged them because they said, start a chat right there. Go ahead and start a chat. I'm like, Hey, is this in stock? Yep. We just got a restock. So I'm like, I, I figured I just got lucky. So I go to check out. And I was just going to pay with a card. Well, that wasn't an option. You had to use like a Venmo or, you know, one of those other, that other shit. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And, and actually, if they would have actually integrated it into the website, I probably would have freaking just fell for it. But you had to put your order number into Venmo and then send it to some random. I'm like, what the fuck? So I got to look and it was glockstore.org. And not Glockstore.com. So I'm thinking, what the hell? So I did a little bit of research. Turns out that's a scam website. Um, it's been reported, but it's still it's still up and running. 
And then I did a little bit of more searching. There was four or five, three or four other websites on the front page of Google that are 100% legitimate scams because they were the same guy. Like it'd go and it'd take me to the same. I was, I was speaking to the same person, this Raymond dude. And the same profile picture and everything. It was the exact same. How the hell did these scammers get their website on the first page of Google like that? Because typically Google Google is pretty good about weeding shit out. So if you are going to buy a gun online right now and you it's something you can't find in stock, you better buy that from a damn reputable place because right now they're freaking scamming the shit out of people. I thought that was uh I thought that was pretty interesting or how the hell they're getting away with this. Right. They go through a lot of work, you know, making it look super legit. You'd well, think they'd come up with something better than, hey, Venmo to this, you know, <laughs> random ass email address for your checkout. Right. And I think why they had to do it that way is because if you like I'm in the process of setting up an actual website with a legit payment processor right now. Yeah. To do that, you have to be legit. You have to set you have to set up a website or excuse me, a bank account. They have to know who you are yeah, and all that shit. So if, if they did that, that they could get reported and they'd know who the scammer was. So I think that's why they do it that way. Yeah. But fuck them guys. I, I went on and the, so I, I copied and pasted the thing to the guy that the, the um, website that I found that said this was a scam on. And he just types back all lies. And then uh, I just went off on the guy. I told him, I hope he gets freaking herpes and dies and no one in the world would miss him. I didn't get any satisfaction. I didn't get any satisfaction from it because he never read it. So I was pretty pissed. I'm sure he gets told to die every freaking day of his life. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, Hey, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I get, I get super pissed at all those people too, like scamming ass. Uh, Yeah. But hey, it is what it is. Yeah, and Miles says, "Is a uh, yeah says trust your gut. If it seems wrong, it's usually wrong." Yeah, and you're right. And the price was a pretty goddamn good price. Um, so I mean, that should have been my first clue, and the second clue was that it was actually in stock. So, <laughs> right. You know, and yeah, then, they're sold then, out nationwide. This place, we just got a fresh shipment of them. Right. Oh, yeah, really? So, I don't know. But luckily, I, you know, my mood would be a whole lot different on here right now if I would have got scammed out of 700 bucks yesterday. So yeah. you, guys, you guys are lucky. <laughs> so Are we? Yeah. I feel like you would have been far more entertaining had you been that pissed off. You're probably right. You're probably right. I'd, be, <laughs> I'd probably be hitting this whiskey a lot harder than I am right now. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But whatever. It is <sighs> what it is. Yeah. Uh, All right, Box, John- your turn to cover me for three seconds. I got to get a beer. Uh, I was just going to ask if we were ready to move on. <laughs> Hurry up. Go on. I will be in three seconds. Move on. Okay. Here, Johnson. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll cover it with this uh, with this product. Uh, you guys can guess what this is. Your brand new dildo. <laughs> no, you're supposed to guess, Box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't mean to give away the answer to everyone. I grabbed so two. Did. You know why? Because I'm smart. Sharp like tech. Mm, sounds more like you have a drinking problem. <laughs> You're a real alcoholic. Oh, well, now that you put it that way. <laughs> Shit. Hey, it's my Friday. 
So how, how do I get this? For some reason, it's focused on box again. How do I, where do I click to get it to Close not focus on? In the bottom right, there's like four squares. Oh, Toggle okay. tile view. Okay. Okay. Can All we right. now move on, guys? Are we ready? Yes. And Jennifer Johnson's subject. Uh, subject of the evening for me is cleaning products, gun cleaning products specifically. Um, I'll be the first to admit, I don't clean my guns very often at all. And so when I do clean them, they're nasty. They're carbon fouled and just disgusting. Bolts are gross. Chambers are gross. Just takes a lot of scrubbing. Um, so I guess my tool set that I always use, um, I've got shooter's lube solvent. Obviously let that soak on everything. Then I use a lot of these nylon brushes. Um, they got the real skinny single row and then toothbrush style on the other end. Yeah, that's the same one. Use those a lot. Um, and then I've got these uh, like polymer dental picks. And these work for work really good for getting into little cracks and crevices and shit. Um, then obviously your cotton swabs. Use a shitload of those. And then boar snakes. I know some people are big into like patches and cleaning rods and shit, but I'm a boar snake guy. It's just way easier because oh, I'm lazy. Yeah. Run that um, bitch through there three or four times, you're good to go. Yeah, I have, looks like new. <laughs> I have a boar snake, but I haven't used it in years. Hmm. Well, Sam, I, I see how it is. Thanks for the invite. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I. I'm just wondering, like, is there other shit out there that people like? Am I am I missing uh, like? Am I way late on something? Is there something out there that's super badass? Or what's like the number one gun cleaning product that you have? Like, what do you recommend to everybody? Mine is boar snakes. Like, that is so much faster and easier than, like, think of how many times you've, you know, like with a shotgun with patches and shit, how many times you've run patches through your barrel to get it clean. Right. You know, some people spend 45 minutes swabbing a barrel. I spend 45 seconds. Right. I'm the same way. But does your boar snake get your barrel as clean as a brush? I think so. It actually has brushes on the back of it. So it's got... Yeah, I know, but it's not near as dense as... It's not near as... I don't know. There's not as many bristles as a normal brush, I don't think. Well, and normally... I don't know. Like I don't usually run like before I had boar snakes. I would never really run a, like a wire brush down anything. It was generally just solvent and patches and then oil, you know, mm-hmm. right. so it was generally just patches. So having the little bit of, you know, like copper brass brush, having the brass brushes on this thing probably takes out more, carbon fouling and shit than if I would have just used patches. Um, and I think that's what makes it so much faster, so much more effective. Um, but then, and I don't know, I don't know. It depends on how you use it too. Cause like some people don't even put solvent in, they just drop the 
run the boar snake through it a few times, call it a day. I like, don't. I, I don't put solvent in. Unless I do. I'm really fucked. Oh, I put like I'll spray like take this thing and just stick it in the chamber and like spray it three times and let it sit nose down and let it soak for a minute while I'm scrubbing something else and then I'll pick it up after I've let the solvent run down for a little while and bore snake it a few times and then oil it and bore so, snake it again. Sounds like you need a solvent trap. Mm. <laughs> mm. You know, now that you say that box. Oh. <laughs> so what do you, what do you use, Johnson? You said shooters, shooter shooter lube. lube. Yeah, shooter box. Lube. That's what you use too, isn't it? Yeah. Although I very rarely clean clean my guns. Yeah, me either. I got I actually I think we must be some of the you know, we shoot more than your average American, but I bet we clean our guns less than the average gun owner. I don't know. I think it's becoming more and more popular that people are more and more known that people are not cleaning their guns as often. Yeah. Well, you guys both use shooter shooter loop. Now that seems to be the 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 cool the cool guy shit to use nowadays i mean obviously me and box use it so whatever i actually use a breakthrough clean um i've used like breakthrough clp before but i don't even remember where the hell i got actually no i do years ago i got it in a i think it was an attack pack to be honest with you i did tack back for like six or eight months Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's where I got it. And I mean, it's nice. Who's to say what's night one solvent's nicer than the other or one oil, yeah. whatever. Um, but I, I mean, that's what I use in the shop. I just ran out of, or I'm just running out of their little bottle of solvent now. So that tells you how much that I use. It was like a four ounce bottle of solvent yeah. and I've used it in like four years. So, um, you know, I don't use it that much, but as far as I know, it's it's pretty decent shit. So yeah. So there's some there's some comments in here. Uh, Miles' best addition to my cleaning kit is gas tube as pipe cleaners. I I've never once cleaned my gas tube. No, that's not something that I've ever even fathomed cleaning. Um, how many how many rounds would you have to put through there before that it actually your dirty gas tube actually became an issue because i mean it'd have to get built up to the point where you're in, you're impeding the flow of gas i mean th- and think about how small the diameter of the gas of the hole is going in from the barrel oh yeah you know, and the diameter of your gas tube it'd have to be pretty serious buildup but anyway um the ultrasonic cleaner yeah i i like ultrasonic cleaners i've used them for a ton of stuff that's like my favorite carb cleaner method take the carburetor take the bowl off put it in the ultrasonic cleaner call it a day um lucas clp the thing i don't like about clps like whether it's lucas or it's breakthrough or whoever's it is i don't like the fact that it's an all-in-one thing i want solvent so I know that everything's clean and then I want to oil it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't like that you clean it. How is it cleaning it and, you know, using a solvent? That's the thing that I don't understand is like using it for the, the breakthrough part and breaking up all that carbon, but then oiling it. It's like, so it's just, you're turning the carbon into sludge and smearing it everywhere. I hate that. 
I want the solvent to break up the shit, clean it all off so I know it's clean, and then oil it once it's clean. Oh, yeah. Miles says CLPs for the range. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess I, guess I could see that. There has been right. a time or two I was out on the range where I needed some, you know, my, yeah. my Glock, my Glock that I hadn't cleaned. And remember we started shooting 3,000 rounds. We started shooting a year ago, February. And I don't think I cleaned my gun, my Glock that we used that I used every time until that fall. <laughs> and there was member. And that's when I started getting issues with it. Um, so yeah, we had to clean it out on the range and that would have worked pretty good for a little bit of range cleaning. I guess. I have, I have on my 17, I have officially put 2,200 rounds through it since I cleaned it last and it's starting to get gummy. <laughs> it's, it's finally starting to hang on to some rounds again. It's not wanting to ditch them out. So I think this weekend will be my time to, uh, I got to clean a couple things, yeah. but yeah, I, from the ammo that I've bought and that's the only nine millimeter that I've shot since I bought that ammo, it's been, it's shot 2,200 rounds plus whatever the last couple that we've shot out of that last batch that I bought. So probably closer to 2,500 rounds. How do you so guys keep like, track of how many rounds you have through each one of your guns got, and why? I've got, I, I just know because I've got empty ammo boxes laying downstairs. Uh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of guys you see them on like forums and shit. Yeah. I got, I got 7,498 rounds through this. What? How the, I guess if that's right. the only, if that's the only gun that you ever shoot nine millimeter through. Right. You know, it'd be pretty easy to keep track of well, that. Right. Way, but. And that's, that's like, that's the only reason I know that. Cause I've, I see how much ammo that I've shot. I know how much I've run through ammo cans and how many empty boxes I have laying there. And that's the only thing I've shot nine millimeter through in the last year, basically. Right. Right. Short of maybe 200 rounds. If that. Yeah. Do you, have you guys heard of frog lube? You know anything about I've that? I've never heard anything good about frog lube. Right. It, it's an actual, it's an actual grease instead of a, instead of an oil. Right. I, I know think a lot of people so. who just, who just use like Lucas oil, Marine grease. <laughs> I mean, serious. Whatever. I is, if it works, it works, I guess. Think of, think of if you have like an oil film over something, how quickly it can wear out versus like a greased fitting. Grease lasts a lot longer, but it can also hold a whole lot more dirt in it. Well, yeah, that's true. So there's a, there's a, there's a, a hand or what do you yeah, call it? Prone con. Right. To each, to each side. But yeah, um, pretty much me as I'll, I run my gun. If it's not working, I'll dump some oil on it. <laughs> Whatever. It's not, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the worst. I'm one of the worst gun over gun owners. You'll ever freaking. I'm just so terrible most gun guns these days will run. If you just keep them yeah. oiled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I love Miles' question. When was the last time you cleaned your EDC? That's always a tough question. And Box, I want to direct this in your uh, court because I (laughs) I remember you taking your pistol out for a podcast or something, and it had like (laughs) it had so much shit on it. It had like pocket lint and like shirt fuzz and fucking 
body shop dust, like Bondo dust, and just that's a little bit of, that's a little of Bondo on the grip. Some that's, yeah, that's all just from like filler dust. When I have yeah. when I do filler work, it just goes straight to the gun, and I don't know why. <laughs> like the he literally had like no stippling left on the grip because it was all it was all filled with bondo <laughs> and those m and bs they got aggressive freaking uh shit they got aggressive yeah. stippling on them yeah so it was really funny that you know it, it was like smooth grip <laughs> um mike says he used frog loop for a long time but he finally had issues with guns he didn't shoot as often or interesting does the grease just gets stiff Harden up if you don't shoot it for a while. I mean, that's generally not how grease works, but maybe if I don't, yeah, I don't know if it had like a paraffin component to it where it dried up. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, anything that you guys can can think of that would be? I do, Chad. That it only takes. One good day of of sand and body filler, and that thing is just caked. Uh, yeah, intimidating lecture. <laughs> An intimidating lecture. Yeah, <laughs> my EDC doesn't get shot that much, I guess. So it's never, it's not really that dirty, you know. Yeah, um, and I clean it if it's collects, Well. My EDC is in its it's 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 in its own nice little shelf in a foam shelf. It's all covered, and when I leave the house, I just whip it out of there. So it's usually it's usually fairly clean. Um, but did we got anything else to talk about, or can I can I throw out my my trigger Nazi shit? I've got a backup question, but yeah, we can talk about that, I guess, because this is just kind of a conversation starter. Well. So, so I finally, I finally did it. Um, I've taken pictures of probably at this point, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of guns and posted them on, on Facebook. Um, and this one, I had my finger behind the trigger guard instead of, you know, I was just taking photos of it and my finger was behind the trigger guard. To be fair, it was touching the side of the trigger, whatever. That's what it looks like in the photo, touching the side of the trigger. And of course, you get all these uh, you get all these trigger Nazis. Boy, you really practice gun safety, don't you? And all this fucking take your damn finger off the trigger and all this shit. And I'm just like, delete, delete, delete. But here's my deal. These people are just as bad as fucking grammar Nazis on Facebook. Or you misspelled your, you dumb son of a bitch. You know, shit like that. It just these these fucking people drive me nuts they'll they'll just act you know and i'm everybody you guys all know this i'm the the 100 gun safety to the max all the time but these people just irritate the shit out of me i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna be honest because what i did i freaking assembled the gun there's no ammunition in my shop i assembled the gun i test fired or i i function checked it so i pulled the trigger 20 times before I ever took that picture. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then my finger gets on the side of the trigger and then, oh, you, you know, well, whatever. Just, uh, there, there were some grammar Nazis, man. They really are. But, but Johnson, you'd be proud. I did not engage. I just did comments. That's good. You, 
Our you boy are... is growing up. <laughs> yeah, my God. Rant over. Thirty-five-year-old acts like six-year-old on Facebook. I think well, that's true for most thirty-five-year-olds on Facebook. Ooh, however, yeah. Wade yeah. says Johnson last live. You said you wouldn't eat goat, and he's telling you he would take it over a ribeye. What? Really? What? Wait, do you have any goat? Do you have access to this golden goat? I'll send you money if you send me some. Bring us a goat. Bring yes. <laughs> We're gonna sacrifice. I mean, what? <laughs> eat it. We're gonna eat it. <laughs> uh, maybe instead of a hog roast, we could do a goat roast. <laughs> goat rope and then a goat roast. Why, Wade? Why have you eaten goat? I bought one. You have to try it. Oh. <laughs> Carter, I've so, just started watching and I have so many questions. And we're talking about, well, you just started watching and we're talking about eating goat. Well, well. All right. So, yeah. Uh, last time I said I wouldn't eat goat because we were talking about worthless animals, weren't we? Weren't we talking about my wife yeah, wanting yeah. more animals? Yeah. Your wife was wanting a goat, and you said they're worthless. And I said, "No, you can milk them, and you can eat them. They're like a poor man's cow." And today, my my wife actually just said that we should look at getting Nigerian milk goats because it's they have like the closest to their milk is the closest to regular cow milk. Dude, your wife is out of control, Johnson. You just she just she just forced you to get a cat, and now you're gonna get a fucking Niger- Nigerian milk goat. Man, I'm not getting goats. I don't think she's gonna stop until she gets a horse. You might as well just get get Johnson. it over with. <laughs> you said you weren't getting no, a cat. I will fight that to the end of the day. Until you said you weren't getting a cat just on Sunday, and I saw yesterday she posted photos of a cat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you don't have any say in the matter. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did get a cat. <laughs> she's in the other room looking at craigslist for animals right now dude she is on so many like family homestead groups and shit on facebook and all these chicken groups and shit all it is is just other women <laughs> gossiping with each other about what animals can i get behind my husband's back that he won't be happy about but i want it so i'm still gonna get it anyways like that's all the groups that she is in on facebook well i mean as long as those are your worst problems and at least she's not like you know buying i don't know drugs or Right. Yeah. Ridiculous amounts of expensive clothes and, you know, shit like that. You know, if that's your worst problem, she's, you know, whatever. Or jewelry. Right. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Save yeah. you some goat steaks and chops. Well, I'll, I'm, I'll give it a, I'll give it a try. Chad, yeah. Chicken math. That ain't no bullshit. So she had a deal the other day that said, well, I wanted five chickens, but if God wants me to have 10, then 20 chickens it is. That's just chicken math. That's how that shit works. I totally understand that, Chad. Um, we had uh, we had 16 chickens. My folks do uh, down in Pearson. And a freaking raccoon or something got into them and killed six of them the other night. So, Oh, man. You know. I, I knew that would happen. I knew they should have covered that better. Well, it is. It's covered, but They're not in that one corner. We're oh. gonna have we're gonna have to do some. Uh, you guys need some, some lessons. You want to come? You want to come check out my coop? 
I don't. It's not my deal. It's dude. That thing is my dad. That so. thing. Is, the whole chicken coop and run. If a predator gets in there, it's because somebody left the door open. There ain't no way they're getting in there. I got my chicken wire and hardware cloth. It goes down the walls, and then it's buried six inches under the dirt and goes out for like 18 inches. So if they want to try and dig down under the fence, mm -mm, more wire, bitch. You ain't getting in. Where are you going? <laughs> Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I made that some bitch real predator-proof because we have like, you know, maybe an eighth of a mile down the road is that creek. And yeah. coyotes run that creek all the time. There's families. I had a mom give mama coon give birth to six babies in the tree in my front yard last year. There's another one having babies under my three point mower out in the backyard this year. There's coons and barn cats and coyotes. Need, There's Josh, shit everywhere. You need to get you a thermal thermal scope on your like your six five, and you can we can just post up up there in your yard and watch that creek. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. I've been thinking about it. I've, we've been down, we've gone down there and, um, had like the red spotlights, you know, and just watched for coyotes down there before, but. Is that the one you set on fire? Uh, the Creek? Did we set the Creek on fire? Uh, what do you mean, Wade? Uh, I'm confusion. Yeah, what are we setting on fire? I like fires. I mean, to be like fair, fire. we've set a lot of shit on fire. We have started quite a few things. <laughs> we do have a flamethrower. Did you? Uh, okay. Who posted the, oh, the coon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was, uh, that was uh, one that we had before, before my trash burn hole was a hole. It was a pile at that point. And, uh, that, that's been, shit, I don't know, eh, wasn't probably 20 years ago, but it was probably 15 years ago we did that. That coon come out of there with his ass on fire, and he was not happy. <laughs> yeah, Chad, the Yotes holler, the guns come out. I have heard a lot of coyotes. Um, <laughs> there is four cats right outside my window right now. Um, Let Dave out. Right. Um but I've heard a lot of coyotes, you know, whole big packs of coyotes running this creek down here. But I have yet to see any anywhere close to the house. The closest I've ever seen is down at the bottom of the range at the fence line. Um, I threw a gut pile to a deer down there. And no, it wasn't even a gut pile. I think it was like bones and shit. I dumped bones out after I quartered it and boned it and shit and i threw that stuff down at the end of the range and they drug all that shit off but that's as close as i've got yeah um, so. we we dumped our uh actually we did dump a gut pile um just outside of town the last couple of times that we did a hog and man being a cow must suck ass those things were stinking oh my god it was just brutally horribly nasty but whatever they love them, it's like a delicacy. Don't tease me, Miles. What? I know a guy who makes thermal scopes. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I didn't. See, I don't see that comment. Yeah, Did I miss it? Oh, man. Wait, he makes his own. How do you make a thermal scope? 
Well, he's he must be the manufacturer. Or... I was gonna I was gonna say it's uh Carrollton, Texas. Must be a smart motherfucker. Order now. Well, box. What was your last topic you want to talk about? Uh, it wasn't a topic. It was just a question. That was just a backup in case we ran out of time. I ran out of shit to talk about. You know. Gotcha. It's gotcha. not even really gun related. It just could be. So we could probably call it. Uh, but it could be. Um, speaking of which, if you're still watching, we got a good amount on here. We are going to be doing a giveaway uh, pretty shortly. Um, actually, it's not a complete giveaway. What we're going to do is I, I Cerakoted up a gun um, in a uh, Freedom Over Fear theme. Starts in a black and white American flag. Fades back into black multicam. Um Got gold inside the re- inside the handguard and um and on the, a little bit on the receiver with the freedom over fear and the saying there turned out freaking sweet. But anyway, box ballistic imagery um, took some badass pictures of it. I just posted it on Shyworks uh, Facebook. Um, go and check that out. Make sure you give ballistic imagery a like on Facebook and Instagram. But we will be giving this away. What we're going to do is it's going to be a raffle. Um, so oh, we're going to. We're going to sell tickets um, for the Tree of Liberty uh, charity. We're going to pick a uh, pick a deserving business or somebody that's hurt, been hurt by the COVID or the riots or some shit. Probably, I would I would say veteran related because um, that's kind of what what it's based on. But also, if you don't feel like buying a raffle ticket, I think I will give away some raffle tickets to people that like our pages and also share. Um, so somebody will get a free raffle ticket. I think that's how we're going to do that. So even if you don't want to buy one, you can still get a free entry. Um, and it's a, it's a badass gun and it's going to somebody that's going to be deserving of it. So keep an eye out for that in the link in the next, um, we got to figure out who, um, who tree of Liberty is going to donate uh, the proceeds to, but we'll figure it out and let you know. So just wanted to throw that out there. All right. Well, I guess that's our show for tonight, everybody. Wow, we're almost right at an hour. That was good timing. Look at that. Nailed it. We're good. Thanks for coming and hanging out. If you're uh, listening to this after the fact, we do this every other week, uh, every other Wednesday at 8.30 live on our Facebook. And uh, you can find more episodes on most major podcast providers. Uh, we also have an Instagram that isn't very active, but it is there. Uh, we have a lot of ridiculous shit Ouch. on YouTube. That wasn't just directed at you. Insta- <laughs> Instagram just plain blows. I'm not gonna lie. Why you you really you really uh, driving people towards our Instagram box? <laughs> no, I'm not. I didn't. I'm not saying our Instagram blows. I'm saying Instagram itself blows. Oh, yeah, yeah. it does. I mean, I know. Correct. It's true. But once again, thanks for watching. Uh, if you have anything that you would like us to talk about, any interesting uh, products or gear or anything like that, let us know and we'll be sure to talk about it. We're always uh, looking for new, interesting things. So I, I think that's it. Uh, again, thanks for watching, everyone. Sam, take it away. Yep. Um, thanks for hanging out, guys. And until we talk to you next time, remember life short, live free. God bless, and God bless America. Good night.